I'm really excited today for the baptismal service, are you? How many people knew we were having a baptismal service? There's a, amen, okay, good. Good, I didn't want it to be a surprise. Uh, I, I love it when people make the choice to move ahead with their relationship with Jesus, amen? It's something we can all celebrate. And it's a really important step because once you commit your life to Jesus, the next logical step is to get baptized, right? How many people remember being baptized? Right, it's an important step in your faith walk, right? You remember, you remember the date, sometimes you write it on the cover of your Bible. Uh, it's something that you always remember. I remember when I got baptized back in Montreal, uh, I was probably 12, 11, 12, and I remember it, uh, it was, the water was freezing, but it was amazing. You don't remember the temperature, well, I remember the temperature of the water, but you generally don't remember that. You remember it being a, an important life decision that you make, right? It's an amazing thing. Actually, I have an interesting story about my family is that my great-grandmother was one of the very first people to be baptized during the Welsh Revival. She got baptized in the river right when revival hit, and she is a result of the Welsh Revival. Isn't that amazing? And here I am today, her great-great-great, I guess it would be great, three times great, three times great-granddaughter is getting baptized, twice great-granddaughter is getting baptized this morning. Isn't that amazing? It's worth celebrating. I have a really good analogy of baptism. Uh, it's such an because it, you know it's such an important step in our faith, and it's this: baptism is like wearing a wedding ring. Just simply the ring doesn't mean that you're married, right? But it does represent the fact that you want everyone to know that you have decided to enter into a, a committed relationship, right? In the same way, baptism doesn't make you perfect with God, doesn't do that, but it does communicate that you've entered into a relationship with Jesus. And that you want to commit yourself to him in faith. Amen? Now, if you're a new Christian, you may be asking yourself, well, I've already made the decision, you know, for Christ. I'm a Christian. Why do I need to be baptized? Well, the short answer is because the Bible says so. So you can rest on that. But if you want more detail, it's because baptism actually has been ordained by Christ. During the Great Commission, which was before Jesus ascended to the Father, he gave his, disciple, his, his disciples his very last instructions, and it was this. It's in Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am, all, I am with you always to the end of the age." Hallelujah. He commanded. That was part of his last commandment, to baptize. Amen? So we need to do it. So if you haven't been baptized, hey, sorry, the instructions are there. You need to do it. You can, you can come today. I don't care. I'll baptize you fully dressed. It'll be fine. Amen? <laughs> so Jesus' last instructions to his disciples highlight the importance of baptism for believers in the church. And his disciples did exactly what Jesus asked. And the church continued on this commission from generation to, ge to generation. For the last almost 2,000 years, we've been doing this. And it's still an integral part of the Christian church and an important step in our individual walk with Christ. It's what we do and it's what we're going to continue to do. Amen? So a great thing about baptism is that it marks our, our personal union and identification with Christ. When we come to believe in Jesus, Lord and Savior, our lives become united to Christ's life. We begin a journey of faith, uh, united to Christ. We renounce our tendency towards sin and give our loyalty and service to Christ. Baptism provides an opportunity to personally identify with Christ's death and his resurrection, right? As Paul put it, 
He says this in Romans 6, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. That's what we're seeing this morning is newness of life, made new. Amen? The act of baptism is a lifelong reminder of the fact that we have died and continue to die daily to our sinful nature and have been transformed and born again in Christ. In the Bible, Jesus himself was baptized by John the Baptist. And he instructed his disciples to baptize everyone that believes in him. So this act of baptism today represents a big step for Avery and Sophia's salvation. Jesus said in Mark 16, 16, whoever believes and is baptized, so again, another important step, is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So baptism is an essential step in a person's journey towards salvation because it's proof of the major decision to put your faith in Jesus and commit your life to him. So we're witnessing today a lifelong decision that actually has eternal consequences, right? It's not just a small decision. This is something that has eternal consequences in both these young ladies' lives. And the question being asked is, are you a disciple of Jesus? Are you a disciple of Jesus? If the answer is yes, then you need to show it by baptism. That's what you have to do because that is what Jesus asked us to do. Jesus wants those who trust in him as Savior and and want to submit to him as Lord, prove and demonstrate that decision by getting baptized. So baptism publicly identifies you as a disciple of Jesus, and baptism formally and publicly enrolls you as a disciple in the school of Jesus Christ. Amen? God marks his people by baptism. By getting baptized, we're essentially putting on a jersey that says Team Jersey. Team, team, Team Jesus. Sorry, I was getting a little confused there. I know a lot of people are going to be wearing Leafs jerseys now as time goes on. Someone must have been praying for them last night. My goodness. I don't know how that happened. We're playing by his rules, though. We're on Team Jesus, so we're playing by his rules and following his commandments. Amen? By following Jesus' command to get baptized, we're saying we're committed to follow his ways, his instruction, and not our own. Amen? Baptism also marks the entrance into the Christian family. Amen? The Christian family. It's an important piece of this as well, too. This is a family affair. It's part of the family. This is a family. That's why there's so many family members here today, because it is a family affair. This is a family celebration. And believers in Christ need a spiritual family, a family of the faith in Jesus. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ, and we need each other to grow in the faith. Christianity is never meant to be a solo act. Right? Being baptized marks the beginning of a journey of faith together, together with a family of Christian believers. Baptism seals the Christian union of brotherly love and service to God. Paul actually named baptism as one of the things that unify a body of Christian believers. He said this in Ephesians 4.4, there is one body and one spirit. Say one body. We are one body, one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all in all. Furthermore, baptism is not just a, a personal declaration, but it's a, it's a communal one as well too, right? When an individual is baptized, they become part of the larger Christian community, and their active faith inspires others to do the same. 
I actually love the tradition that we have here at church where all the kids come up and, and watch what happens. Don't you love that? It's because it's actually encouraging them to do the same. They want to see what's going on here, and it encourages them to do it. It's, it's a communal act. Everybody's doing it together. Baptism connects a Christian to Christ's people. The baptism connects Avery and Sophia to the body of Christ, to the fact that this local body of Christ, to this church Elam and all of you, you know, baptism actually really inserts us into the living organism that is a local church. Amen. That's the importance of a local church. We are all connected. And you know what? When we celebrate here today, we're not just celebrating for, for, for my daughter and for the Pick's daughter. We're, we're celebrating for, for our daughters. They're a part of this family. Amen? In fact, you're all just as involved in this baptism today. Why is that? Because in baptism, two parties speak and two parties commit. In baptism, you ask to be welcomed, and the church extends it. In baptism, you pledge yourself to the church, and the church pledges itself back to you. It's a two-way street. The Christian life is not meant to be lived in private, and it's certainly not meant to be lived alone. Baptism brings your life into the light of a church's loving concern. That's the purpose. Baptism sets you within the, the strengthening and sustaining communion of Christ's people, people who have one incredibly life-defining element in common. And like I preached a few weeks ago, it's that commonality that makes us of the same mind. Amen? What is that one commonality? Jesus. Jesus is the one commonality. So church, do we commit to these young ladies this morning? Do we commit ourselves to them? Amen. So baptism also is a, a public confession of faith. Baptism is by nature a public act. Obviously, we're, we're here on the stage going to be doing it. It's a public act. When a Christian is baptized, they are giving a public testimony of their faith in Jesus. And we, the church, get to be witnesses of it. We are all witnesses of this act. Jesus taught his disciples the importance of living our faith in public, but also in private. It was both public and private. Jesus, in fact, challenged his disciples to confess their faith before others. So baptism presents an opportunity to the new believer to confess before others that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. It's an opportunity. Because baptism is a visible, it's a tangible, it's a public, dramatic expression of faith in Christ. It's obvious, it's memorable, it's dateable. You can write it down when it happened. Uh, you get soaked and everyone here gets to see you disappear under the water and reappear up out of the water as a new creation. We are made new. But you know what? For, for baptism to even be a thing we consider doing, faith obviously has to exist, right? Paul says in Colossians 2.12, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with, with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So faith is the reason for baptism. Faith in the resurrection power of God, where old things have passed away and we are made new. You go under the water, you come up a new creation. Why is it a good thing to publicly declare your faith in Christ? Because declaring your faith in Christ is actually very good for your faith. It's very good for your faith. Declaring your faith will 100% deepen and mature your faith. Confessing your faith will confirm your faith. And anyone who has ever led someone to the Lord also knows that sharing your faith also strengthens and builds up your own faith as well too. Amen? 
It's a very important piece, sharing your faith, and, and I think the, the, the church in general has kind of sidelined that a little bit and kind of focused on itself. But we need to be focused on bringing our faith to other people as well, too, in order to strengthen our own faith and build it. Going public with your faith is not only part of baptism, but of Christian life. If you're a Christian, you can't just declare your faith in baptism and then, you know, go radio silent for the rest of your life. It just it doesn't work that way, right? You know, opening, you know, openly declaring your faith in Christ should be a natural and normal part of your life from now on. Amen? It should be one of the things that we're most excited to tell people. Amen? <laughs> Is that a too challenging thing to say, by the way? Is that too challenging? Does that make you feel uncomfortable when I say that sharing your faith is important? It is for a lot of people. And, you know, I do believe that your life should be the greatest testimony that you have. Absolutely, it should be. Uh, we should be the most pleasant, loving, successful people out there. You know, our life should be a testimony to Christ, uh, you know, that you can give. But, but I also know that Jesus said this. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. So obviously, sharing Jesus is an integral part of our faith. Amen? You know, a secret, uh, a secret faith is actually no faith at all. Right? But making your faith public by declaring your faith, like what they're doing this morning, you know, uh, and you know, whenever the opportunity presents itself in your normal lives as well too, demonstrates your faith in action. And it can open up, uh, you know, it can be, actually become as natural as opening the door for somebody. It really can. Christ always puts opportunities in our paths to share him with other people. And we just have to be obedient. Amen? So let me just finish with this before we get into the baptism. You might want to go get them up now, actually. A personal decision has been made today, and we obviously are thrilled that the decision has been made. Right? We are so, we're over the moon for that. We're really happy. It's our, it's our family. But the interesting thing is this, baptism mainly refers to what God does, not what we do, right? It's actually what God does. Baptism is actually considered a sacrament. So what is a sacrament? Sacraments are signs of the work of God, right? God is the only one who gives eternal life. God is the only one who provides atonement to sin. God is the only one who unites us to Christ, right? And God is the only one who washes away our sins, so the sacrament of baptism that we're witnessing today is acknowledging the work that God is doing. So today, we're celebrating the fact that Avery and Sophia are making the decision to continue the work that God has started in their lives. Amen? I don't know about you, but I get so excited when I see people taking the step of faith. And it just it quickens my heart, so to speak. It makes me so happy because I can see that they're actually now walking in a way that's going to forever change their lives. And we now have the responsibility as the body of Christ to encourage that. Amen? Amen.